This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Pia got me a sweet potato pie. I did. And she was not wrong, you guys. Okay, because I was a little nervous. I was like, I was like, but I had faith because I was like, sweet potato pie is just, it's better than pumpkin pie. Let me explain what what the what what sweet potato pie versus pumpkin pie is. It is an example. Pumpkin pie is an example of white people not understanding what flavor is. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. And so when I when I took a bite of the sweet potato pie, I was like, oh. This is what sweet this is what pumpkin pie is supposed to taste like. This is what like in my head it should taste like, but every time I take a bite of pumpkin pie I'm like, yeah, close enough. So when I took the bite of some, when I took the bite of sweet potato I was like, "Oh, classic white people not understanding." I know it's so funny cuz it's like black people, like we do not have pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. We have sweet potato pie. I've grown up on sweet potato, sweet potato pie. I'll eat pumpkin pie but like yeah, i don't like go out of my way yeah. to get it <laughs> yeah and so delicious i will only ever eat sweet potato pie from <laughs> oh now on oh my gosh i didn't i didn't know it was going to convert you that hard but i'm really happy that you did like it hardcore convert i i'm going to say what i cuz i sent the pie to her house um I was like, I should have got myself one <laughs> you did it no and i was like <laughs> i was like Thinking about it the whole rest of the day, like I re- really regretted it. It's <laughs> like, oh no, I really want some now. <laughs> I really, I thought, I really swear to God, I thought about it the whole day. Like, it's a really missed opportunity. For yeah, me. you're like, I have no one to blame but myself either. Like, Damn I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up to Walmart and get one. That's where you can get. That's uh, where you got them. Yeah. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. Guys, we're about to talk about the challenge. I'll put timestamps in the in the episode description so you can skip to Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Sorry. People, this, is a a challenge episode. this is also <laughs> it's so a challenge good. episode. It's so good. We might have to do some bonus episode on like one of the like on the challenge because it's yeah. there's so much there's so much material there. Yeah. Before we go into Vanderpump, I have to talk about my challenge journey. Okay. It's been a lot. Okay. So <laughs> you on Paramount Plus, you I think you can only start at like season 12. Like you can't go to like season one because that's from like a long fucking time ago. Yeah. That's like when it was called. That's like the Real, 90s. Yeah. Real world uh, versus road rules. And they were in RVs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Like I remember. And I remember those days are like, we don't even have the footage. Like we can't even convert that to digital. Like, it's yeah. like we, we can't do that. Oh, so man, you, I would love to get my hands on them. Me too, because I'm just curious to see like what it, 
Like, would it hold up? Like, I'm sure it was so problematic. I can't even imagine. It was definitely problematic because, yeah, it was the 90s. But I, from my remember, like my memory, I think the challenges were harder. Really? Yeah, I do. I remember, like, I I remember that's this is my biggest issue. And I think I've told you this with the challenge now. The challenge has become secondary and the drama is primary where it used to be reversed. So I feel like they like it's not that the challenges are not hard now. It's just that I feel like they don't care about them as much. Like I feel like they'll they'll do them and then we just go back to the house and it's just the, the drama where back in the day it was like we spent the whole episode on on the actual challenge itself. Are, and are you talking about like now now like current cuz I when I turned on a current season of uh-huh. the challenge it was terrifying they had they like got off a plane and went to like some cave yeah and had to hold a pail for 24 hours then literally 24 hours yeah then, like run up a hill and i was like oh this is no, different they're, they're, no they're hard they're they're still hard but like i remember there was a challenge specifically where they had to do tightrope walking and only one person was able to do it and it was like it was like some crazy or you had to do um car stuff and it, it was just stick shifts and like if you didn't know how to work a stick, stick shift good luck to you. you you couldn't do it you couldn't do it i yeah th- i mean it, so here i'm gonna say that i because i'm re-watching and like go i'm kind of just try- i'm just trying to catch up so that i can watch like current and i just want to get like the gist of it i'm trying not to google because i'm trying to like watch it in real time yeah i'm appreciating the drama yes because i'm trying to get the context for like this all the like dynamics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so now i'm all i just finished rivals mm-hmm. that's a great season yeah and so when it gets to the seasons where it's about more of like the dynamics and the relationships it is starting to get like more interesting because now they're older yeah and like the people that were just truly unhinged are a little tamer yeah because they're just a little bit older and they've been doing it longer. But you know how I always say I have really toxic taste in men? Yes. Are you ready for who I want? Bananas. Yep. Proof? Proof. I knew, I knew you were going to say bananas. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, God, Emily, get it together. You God. know you know who I would want? Toxic trait as well. Wes. Oh, see, okay, he's very toxic. Okay. I love Wes. I freaking, I've always loved Wes. People hate Wes, but I love him because he plays. I like see, and I. That's why I kind of like. I don't do want spoilers. Mm, sure, I guess I can. I might as well. Well, now bananas and Wes are friends. Yeah, no, I I did know that because some people I posted that. Um, because when I like the very first season I watched is when Wes is like extra insane. So I posted in my stories like I forgot how like crazy this guy is. Like he has like a full on personality disorder and a bunch of people messaged me like he's actually not so bad now. Like in current time. Yeah. And Wes Ooh. and like him and bananas are friends or something. Oh, I'll send you a clip later. That's my favorite Wes now clip talking to like a newbie who everyone hates. His name is Josh. He's so annoying. He's from Big Brother. <sighs> He's so annoying. Is Wes giving him like advice on how no, to he, not be? No. J- Josh has 
Josh wants to be seen and he thinks he's still on Big Brother and he's not even a good competitor. He's super lame. And he keeps thinking that him and Wes are in competition and and he keeps on trying. I feel like he's like trying to make it like so if they had like another rivals, they would be like teamed up. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and so like pretty much he's like uh, Josh is Josh is in this position to be able to put somebody in so Wes has to like plead his case and Wes has no desire to he's like I really don't care I'm not gonna please like I just know that we're like you know rivals we have a thing and he was like we don't have a thing like I don't like I don't care I don't care like and it's so cringe on Josh's end I'll have to send it you'll to die (laughs) yeah I'm definitely seeing as new people come in I'm like okay these are the people coming in trying to be like I'm on the show and I want to make my mark. And then yeah. there are some that are really coming in just because they want to compete and they like enjoy the thrill. Yeah. Um, I do miss old though, old school ones because I just saw some old clips because there's like challenge clips on TikTok. Um, the puck era of it all. Puck. Oh. Yes. I honey. forgot about Puck. Puck was on the challenge when they started when they started in the beginning to transition. Yeah, that's right. To to do the house thing. Um, Instead of RVs. Oh, there is a whole thing about Puck spitting on someone on on David from that um, season of New York. Oh, yeah. It was so controversial. Wasn't David on L.A.? Oh, was it? Yeah, it might have been L.A. It was with it was with um, what's her name? Tammy. Tammy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 He was problematic as well. Yes. I mean, I'm actually thrilled that Kenny and uh what's this Evan, Evan? are gone because yeah. they were the worst. Yeah. Kenny Kenny was fucking mean to people yeah. constantly. I mean, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, so was bananas and so is Wes. They are both very mean to people. But yeah. Kenny was especially mean to people. Yeah. Um I I just like never liked bananas. Like I can tolerate him now cuz it's like I feel like how you feel about Wes is how I felt about bananas and now we're both they both calmed down, and it is what it is. They so can now, only like, do it for so long. Yeah, it's like God, they're older now. Like for crying out loud. Yeah. Um. My the the healthy part of myself loves Mark. The healthy part of myself is oh, like, oh, I'd you be know with what? Mark. I could have. I saw Mark once on at Runyon. <laughs> yeah, just he's like, like a machine. He just gets the job done. I love. I love a Mark. I love a Mark. I love I a love Mark a moment. Mark. Very sad praying for Robin because in real time, Robin is like struggling and on drugs and like her oh, family really? can't. Yeah. Uh, I, cause she, uh, there was a season where she comes back and I was like, Ooh, this chick is on drugs. Like I can oh, tell really? she's not okay. And so I Googled where is Robin now? And very recently, Mark went on a podcast and said, like pray for her. Her family can't find her. She's going, she'll go on like Facebook randomly and just write help. And people will be like, oh, my God, someone help Robin. Where's her family? And then her family will comment like, we've tried to help her. We She doesn't want our help. And she's it's like heroin. Oh, she's, God. I remember yeah. she said something racist to Nisa once on the challenge. Robin did? Yeah. I'm remembering when. Um, oh, yeah, that was Robin. Oh, that was Robin. No, no. Was that Robin? I mean, am I thinking of someone else? Oh yeah, I mean, it was. There's a lot of a lot of people. I can't. Like that. I was thinking of someone else because I. But I think that was Robin. Where she's like, I don't know who you are. Are you gay? Are you black? Are you? Oh, that, you're talking about that one. 
I don't remember the actual rant. I just remember it was racist. But I also know what's her name um, that got banned from the challenge after her racist rant to Leroy, um, the one who's who's up was obsessed with bananas. Um, she's from like Camilla. She's, Camilla. Uh, I think I'm about to. I think it's coming up on the season I'm watching. Is that the X's one? I don't remember. There's so many of them. I can't like they're all so like. Many. They all combine. Yeah, I would be terrible at if the trivia one where it's like in B- Battle of the X's. What like I'm like I don't. They're all jumbled yeah. in my head. I don't they're know. All the same. Um, it's, it's so good. I used to not like Paula, but Paula's yeah. really grow. Paula grows on you. I, I like. I, I end up loving Paula. I I do love a because you know what it is. It's because I'm like Paula. Like you're never there. Like you are messing your game up sometimes for the guys like that's what would annoy me about her i'm like she is friends with bananas and all them but like she would like mess her game up and that's what i think that's why i ended up hating bananas because he would use his his good friends and but you know what that is a part of the game wes no yeah of course yo wes did too but it was but wes mostly played a solo game like for the most part, because he didn't really have friends. So <laughs> Wes was equally problematic as oh, all of I, them. Oh, I'm not saying he wasn't, but like I think that's for me why I was like, these people really like you, bananas, and you're just like stepping on them. But now, <laughs> but now I'm like, it's a game, and if you can't handle it, you can't like you know you're gonna let bananas manipulate you. That's your own fault. So that's where I'm at now with it. Like, mm-hmm. but before I'm like. Paul's your friend and you're doing like it's a fucking game yeah it's so different watching it not in real time because it's like they're all jumbling together they're all plus I'm missing half of it because I'm usually watching it in the background so like half of it's mixed here that I'm like I don't know who someone betrayed someone someone I know and what he did to Sarah really like made me mad uh bananas yeah what did he do to Sarah again I don't know if you're there yet so I don't want to say it's because it's later seasons it's in later. See, okay, yeah. Don't tell yeah, me. Yeah. Don't tell that, me. That, well, no, see, that and that's gutted why, me. That's why I haven't um, messaged you much about like my feelings on them yet, yeah. because I know that I have so much to go. Yeah, and that's why I haven't like posted much about my feelings on them because I saw when I posted about Wes, I got so many messages like, I don't know. Nowadays, I'm like, okay, look, I know that I have, I have way too far to go before I can make a statement because I know that there are years and years of shit to come. And I feel like Bananas is about to do horrible things. Yeah, I just think that I, I don't know if I hated him in the beginning or if I hated him in the middle. Like, and now I can't really remember now that I'm thinking about it. I might. Yeah, because like I'm at the point where at, uh, in the exes season, he's being kind of like he's fucking with Camilla, clearly, because she's off her. She's off her rocker. Oh, God. Yeah, she's crazy when she, she like there's gets, a moment she where she, walk- and she starts like and she starts like throwing chairs and screaming. Oh, so you get and she walks into the pool like it's she's Jesus walking on water. It, yep. That's my favorite moment of challenge and history. Paula jumps in with her. Paul, he's like, <laughs> Paula, go go after her. So she's like, OK, so she like gets in the pool with her. Yeah. Paula's a real one. Paula's Paula, a real I, Paula friend. Paula is a real one. Um, mm-hmm. I also, CT is one of my favorites. Oh, oh, he scares the fuck out of me. I fucking love CT. He scares the shit out of me. When he I com- fucking what, love CT. I think it was the season, was it Rivals? The season prior where he, yeah, it was, I think it was. I can't remember. But he shows up to be like, they're like the ones that they, him and Tina are the ones that like show up to be like the surprise people. Yeah. The look on his face. He's he 
transforms into I know. a machine. He's so, he's so that's fucking the one, good. That's the one where he literally p- picks. Okay, I was picks like hoping bananas he, yes, up. That and like, was like transformer. Like stomp. Well, he's like out. he's like. Huh. <laughs> like johnny is still trying to live that down he brings it up all the time he's like he's like i will never live that down he is he it is one of the best moments in challenge history ever because that was like unreal Oh, it, it was unreal. So, and, and then Johnny and then, is trying his hardest to like. And then Tyler goes right after, and Tyler manages to get more time. Like he he beats Johnny because he doesn't get picked up, and so not only does Johnny lose, but he loses to Tyler. <laughs> so good. It's so so good. All right. Now we can move on. No. Yeah, we, sorry. We've gotten the challenge out of this. I was like, do you <sighs> want to just do a challenge one and we do this tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> no, once I get like more caught up, I definitely think we should do a challenge bonus episode because I'm sure people there. I've had plenty of people be like, please tell me you're going to cover the challenge. I'm like, I can't handle that whole fandom, but like a nice bonus episode where we talk about the peoples. Yes. Yeah. That would be fun for sure. Because there's a lot of content. A lot. Um, <laughs> did you watch Watch What Happens Live? I did. Okay. I made I made sure to watch I did it too. I think that's going to be something that I have to yes. do. Yes, if they're going to keep booking them. Yep, because a I lot need... of stuff happens in that Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. That's vital viewing. Yeah. Um, what were your key takeaways? If you had to name a few um, from Watch What Happens Live, um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think Andy is on Sheena or Raquel's side on this at all. I could tell he was like, you guys, like the, the way that the questions were formed, it was like he was giving them oppor- opportunity to like say that they regret it and they were doubling down on everything, especially Sheena. It was funny to me the way Andy was like, <laughs> Sheena was definitely came on there trying to, 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 Drive home the narrative that it was Katie's fault for this Katie, whole thing. Katie, Katie right? said it. Yeah, Ka- Katie yeah, was the one on who trying. Katie is the one who put it in my head, and it was funny because Andy was completely ignoring it. So because and she, he just kept being like, "Yeah," because Sheena put it in your head, and he's like, "No, Andy, because Katie first did it." And he's like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm having a hope for the reunion because I know, like you have Andy, if he has an opinion, you know how the questions are going to go. So he just wasn't, he, he does wasn't that buying a lot with Sheena. He does yeah. feel like she's an idiot. Yeah. So I feel like, especially with the polls. Oh my God. That was so mean. Top of the show. Top of the show. I have to say though, with those polls, someone has, someone wrote in to all about the real housewives. I, I saved it. Hold on. And they said that, um, not sure, oh, damn it, it went away, one second. They said that, and I don't know because, so the poll goes up, right? Yeah. The poll goes up and the results are still coming in. So I don't know if this person doesn't understand how this works. They said, this was about the Jersey episode with Jennifer Aiden. Okay. uh, Because the polls came through on that one, very in favor of Melissa and Joe. Oh, okay. and I was kind of surprised because it's been a little. Ah, I bet uh, no, it's been on Melissa and Joe's side actually. So this is what this person said. They said, "Not sure if you got this anywhere else, but wanted to comment." I see a lot of people upset over the Watch What Happens Live polls. I was watching Watch What Happens Live in real time and jumped onto the polls as soon as Andy came on. And the first poll about whose side are you on was not even up there. The first poll was the Aiden poll. I thought it was really strange. And when the results came up, I was thinking how inaccurate it must be and that there was no way people could vote on it. Mm. 
Oh, so she's literally, they're literally saying like, I couldn't even like, like it wasn't even available for them to vote on. Yeah. I'm wondering, because I didn't watch that episode. I felt like the poll that was um, happening was from the audience and not from viewers. Like I thought that they were only letting the audience vote. No, no, he no, he talks. He's like, go to watch what happens live, whatever the hell, and vote. Right. So I, oh, I, thought okay. he, I I think that's always for viewers. I can't ever vote because I'm West Coast, so yeah. I'm never watching live. Yeah, Suppose, I really want to vote. It's supposed to be. I do too. It's supposed to be for the ver- the viewers, like the audience. Right, too. and I know that it does happen for the viewers, but it, for some reason, when I was watching Vanderpump episode, I almost felt like it was only for the studio the audience fans there. But I'm probably wrong because I do know that that's it is usually for the viewers. But I don't know the way he phrased it. I thought it was only the in studio audience. I don't know, um, but I'm probably wrong on that. Um, but they regardless, still, it was they, a sh- it was a savage result for Sheena, yeah, and for Raquel, yeah. And I feel like they were kinder to her for the last one about the troll one, even though she still lost. But like, I feel like everyone was like, well, I don't want to be that mean. But well, I also thought that Raquel being like, Katie's the troll and Sheena's saying she literally sits on Reddit. I'm like, okay, yeah, see, girl, (sighs) Sheena, you're notorious for going through comment sections and Twitter and stuff. So please. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just felt like Raquel, that whole Watch What Happens Live had like a really dark energy. And I just wasn't a fan of it. Like, Sheena's doing her backtracking right now because she's seeing that, she, you know, the fans are not loving what she did and she does not. And she she's scared of being the villain. She really is. So she was like, she was still sticking to her story, but I, she was trying to here and there be like nice or like, I would not recommend uh, someone hooking up with an ex like she's like i'm regretting that like she's like trying to make this dance on that now but she's still like but i would never have done it if katie wouldn't have put it in my head which again i don't like i'm not gonna allow her to keep that narrative that's what she wanted to do and again i think the conversation she had with katie was very quick and it was not serious and she ran with it because that's already what she wanted to do Exactly. So she already I'm, planned on doing that. She planned on doing it. And I'm so I'm I will never believe her about. And after she found out Katie didn't want it to happen, she then encouraged Raquel to go ask Tom to make out at the very same event. So, exactly. So please. like, yeah, it's just it's not after and you really heard from it. her that you didn't want it to happen, that she didn't want it to happen. You were like, yeah, go, totally go. do. She's it. like, I'll so, stop. You didn't. You didn't. So, stop. You could have been like, Raquel, let's not do this. Like we literally just had a thing tonight with Katie. No, you you encouraged it. And she's going to say, I never told Raquel to say that. That's what she's going to say. That she, ugh, she just. And she actually did. When Raquel said, should I go ask Schwartz to, if we should make out, they went, yeah. She's, I don't, she just really fucking frustrates me. Yeah. Raquel bringing the Tom Tom sweatshirt. I like Andy going, do you have, basically like, are you the one to be bringing me this? I know. See, that's what I'm saying. Andy seemed to have an opinion on this whole thing, which was, I was loving. <laughs> He's like, why are you bringing me a Tom Tom sweatshirt? Like, why are you doing that? I like, know. The Toms were here and they didn't bring me this. So why are you bringing me this? I know. She's like, it, it's weird. You seem like a stalker. And um, also at the end of Watch What Happens Live, when um 
like, I guess Raquel was saying, oh, well, me and Tom had this in- – oh, yeah, Andy had asked – The oh, inside did- joke. The inside joke thing. Like, Andy had asked, like, did you guys – like, what was the question? Um, I can't remember, but – oh, had you, had you guys hooked up before the cameras or something like that rolled or something? She was like, no, we just have, like, inside jokes about it from the Coachella thing, and we would – we would, like – just be like, oh, this is so awkward. And Andy was like, oh, that's the joke. I was dying because he was like, she was like, well, we found it. I found it funny. And he did like, too. It was funny just for us. I mean, I don't care if we're the only ones laughing. Yeah. Like Andy was like, okay, I can't wait to this reunion because I kind of want it to be shady like that because she didn't know what to do. They all, Sheena and Raquel thought that that Watch What Happens Live that Andy would the audience would be on their side. Annie would be on their side. And I don't think that that's, that's what happened. Yeah, no. She, um, Raquel, I used to like her. I used to be like, <laughs> oh, you know, she's, she's sweet. And she's a queen. But nope. After this episode, took everything in my power not to be messaging you. I know. I when so I watched it, I knew, there's so I knew every moment was her. She was just so annoying the entire episode. So, oh my god, the entire episode. Oh and, my god, and she's so hypocritical too because they're all talking oh. about like how Katie needs to get over it. She's the one who dumped Schwartz. Why are you so obsessed with talking to James's girlfriend then all the time? Like, why do you need to insert yourself in the relationship? You dumped James. For most of us, learning, in quotes, a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Like, I took four years of Spanish, and um, I don't remember much of that. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you'll just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Like when I go to Tulum on a sexy solo vacation later this year, I want to meet a hot local man and woo him with my Spanish. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. It has corrected me a few times. I was a little insulted, but fine. I need to woo a local, so I got to get it right. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to the lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So you got nothing to lose. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash she speaks. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash she speaks for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's just fucking get into it. There we go. 
So Katie has left. Ariana goes after her. And this right here, right here is where Sheena kills me. And this is Sheena in a nutshell with the whole Katie of it all. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know how many times I felt that way coming into this group for the last decade? When, Sheena, in the very beginning, in the very beginning 10 years ago, because since then... You have found your clique. You've been in your crew. And Katie and Stassi and Kristen have been over there. Katie's also come back in. Granted, Katie's not perfect, okay? Katie did dump Sheena as soon as she got back with Stassi and Kristen. That happened. 100%. Yeah. But then for you to act like this is relevant to what's happening now, it's not. You have you have your friends. You have Ariana. You have Tom and Tom. You have... And by the way, hasn't Sheena been mean to Raquel? Yeah. Wasn't she, didn't Sheena join that bandwagon? The thing is, Sheena has done the same thing that they're accusing Katie of doing to the... Yes. To to Raquel. To like, yeah. She, to James. To Lala. Like, to Lala. Like, they all do it. So they all do these petty things where they're like mean to each other. So I don't really give a fuck. We're getting to serious stuff here. Like, so meddling in someone's Katie, divorce you want is really Katie serious. To feel like this because her, div- like, she's going through a divorce. You want her to feel like this? That's crazy. Wow, that's that's who you are. But she doesn't respect marriage. Yeah, and so now Katie is crying, and she's crying because she's also like she's Sheena's telling Schwartz about guys I'm hooking up with because like that's- I'm not trying to do that. It's she Sheena doesn't understand. Again, I said this a lot last week. Boundaries. She that was not your place to tell Schwartz what Katie was doing. It's not your fucking place. At all. I don't care if you're friends with Schwartz. That's not your place. Yeah. And she and when the producer asks why, she's like, because I'm not a fucking asshole. It's it's as simple as that. Like, yes, she's she is single and she's doing her thing, but she's actually she could be Raquel is purposely trying to put it in James's face with like Peter and stuff like that. They're, they're playing these games. Both of them are. They're playing these games with each other. And Schwartz and Katie had decided that that that's something that they w- weren't going to do. They weren't going to purposely try to hurt each other uh, with with also moving on. And I think that that's really mature. And I agree with Katie. She is literally derailing everything. Mm-hmm. You're tearing them apart. And for what? Because you want Schwartz all to yourself, you fucking psycho? Yeah. Katie's like, yeah, we, we're divorced, but I'm not going to go like, hey, Schwartz, look at me hooking up with this guy. I'm going to go move on, but I'm going to do it over here respectfully. Yeah. I'm asking that he do the same. And it's honest, not that hard. Yeah, and again, I'm not t- getting putting sh- taking Schwartz off the hook, but it is. I just can't help but feel that if Sheena hadn't intervened, we wouldn't have any of this drama. None of it. None like, of it. yes, granted, Sh- Schwartz and Raquel have a mind of their own, or do they? and they're about to, and we're about to drag them too. Yeah, but it's just like putting these ideas in people's heads came from Sheena. Telling Tom that information about Katie, you don't think that had an effect on the way that he later talks to Katie yes. in that episode? It did. Yeah. It it absolutely did. And I feel Katie, like, think about this. Katie doesn't really have, she only has Ariana, but Ariana's neutral with all parties. 
and Lala. She yeah. doesn't have Stassi and Kristen anymore. So she's like, we were, Schwartz and I were a package deal. And now people are going to start choosing sides very clearly. And I'm probably going to be X'd out. Yeah. That's got to be a real fear for her. Absolutely. She has like, no show wise, you know? Right. And I don't know. It's just, it's, it's frustrating. And I'm, I'm curious to see. What leads to the change in feeling on both Sheena and Raquel for Christina Kelly and Lala? Like, they're both cool with both. Well, except for Lala, it's not cool with Raquel. But Lala's very chummy with Sheena. And Christina Kelly is chummy with both Raquel and Sheena. So I'm interested to see what shifts in later in the season for them to have such empathy for them. Um, I know Katie's not mad well, she was mad with Lala, but I know she's not mad with Christina Kelly because I've seen them posting. So I'm Katie's not going to be... Katie's not mad with Christina Kelly. No, she's not. Oh. Because I've seen Christina Kelly in interviews with Sheena and with Raquel and stuff like that. So, uh, currently, Wait, Christina's doing interviews with with Raquel? I'm pretty sure she's done one with Raquel or... But she's definitely done with Sheena, for sure. Christina has. Oh, yes. you're. I've seen that. I've seen the yeah, Christina yeah, they're, recently. They're, yeah. And I think that she is friendly with Raquel. But, I mean, if Katie's not going to be mad at her, I'm not. But I'm just curious of how that happens and why it happens. Yeah. Sheena was on Ryan Bailey's podcast and she's like, I'm never going to be friends with Katie again. And she's really proud of herself for standing up for herself because, quote, I've never done that. I guess you have. You've Ugh. done this a million times. She's done that a million times. She's she's de- she's declared Katie and her will never be friends a million times. So I don't believe Sheena. Like if Katie, she's only saying that because Katie fucking means it, and she does not want to be friends with Sheena because Sheena is a fucking bad person. Well, Sheena's harping on because Sheena harped on it on her podcast and cried over it. Did you see that clip? No. So Sheena's cr- Sheena said Sheena's saying that when Katie was talking to Lala before she got ready to go to the Schwartz and Sandy's thing when she was like pissed. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, when Katie said that I'm going to watch her world burn, I'm going to laugh because she was mad. Mm -hmm. Sheena's Sheena said that her due to her OCD, that's her biggest fear. Yeah. And it made her cry. And like, that's her. And so I was just confused how it connected because she was obviously very upset. And I guess Sheena's OCD, that's like a, that's like that's like the fear that she has when she does her compulsions or something. I thought it was a reach. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I'm not yeah. trying to be insensitive though. But like, I thought it was a real reach because she's like missing the part that happened before where Katie was really pissed off. And God, Sheena, you've said some insane shit when you're pissed off. Insane shit. Yeah, I could, I could pull up. I could make a compilation. I'm. I again. This is disclaimer totally um not discounting you know you know mental like illnesses or like ocd like all that the like those things are super real and can be triggered by anything however i do not think that in this case that is what happened i think that she's using that as a scapegoat to not take accountability for some of the things that she's done and i don't think that that's fair i don't think that you get to just use that and not be held accountable for some of the things you that's not fair like you you have to be able to people are should be able to have a conversation with you like i didn't like what you did and i'm allowed to comment 
and be mad at you about it without it being like, I'm a terrible person because this triggered my OCD. Like, that's not fair. You did something to Katie and she said something in return. Yeah. And now you don't get to just be like, well, I have OCD, so you can't say anything to me anymore. Like, that's that's essentially what she's saying. It's very um, like HR buzzword type of shit to just get someone in trouble. It's like, oh, well, now. All right. So now what? No one can say anything. That's what I'm saying that that's not fair. That's not that's not fair. It's dangerous. And it's a misuse of like real problems that people have. I, I like I if. Even though I don't like Sheena, if I really felt like that was true, I would give her some grace. And and we both would like that's we are fair here. We are fair. And that's that's just not true. I just Sorry. feel like I've watched Sheena in these past four episodes figure out ways to make this not her fault. Mm-hmm. And that seemed like another way to make it not her fault. Yep. And I don't. I'm not an idiot and I'm not going to. I'm not going to back down on my opinion on it just because she said it, because that's what she wants. And um, unfortunately, it's not going to be here. Mm-mm. Not up in here. Not up in here. OK, so DJ James Kennedy starts his set and he like he really does get a crowd going. He gets some fucking <laughs> yes. go win. So while that's happening, Raquel pulls Allie outside. And I was like immediate going, what the fuck are you doing? It's Why so are you annoying. Inserting? This is so out of line. It's annoying. And you know what? She's making me like Allie because she's being crazy right now. Like pulling her aside to tell her what? Something she's that happened like, in your relationship? Yeah. She's like, I just wanted to know if you had heard about the Lala thing. Like, when did you hear about it? What? Why does this have anything to do with you and their relationship? But Ali's like talking so fast because it does <laughs> it's obviously a big red flag for her with being with Jane. Like there's enough red flags. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't It happened sh- before her. And so now she has to start like, well, he did say he learned from it. But I was like, well, how did you learn from something that was a secret that you never shared? But like if you were okay with living with that secret, like and you're still friends with Lala, she just sounds like she's panicked. It's all on. This is on camera. Why am I doing a scene with you? But the way the way Raquel asks, do you feel like you can trust him? I'm going to do it with my I'm going to do it with my sorry for the people listening. You can't see it. But the way she like goes to grab her. She's like, do you feel like you can trust him? She's crazy. She looks crazy. And she's trying. She's 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 what a are you little, trying to do. She's mini Sheena. She's planting seeds because she wants she wants her to be insecure about Lala. And it, it clearly works because we do see previews of them having some is- like her having some insecurities with uh, James and Lala's friendship as she should. But like Raquel, <laughs> like stop stop pulling the first the first time she did it i was fine with break the ice we're gonna you're gonna be around we should at least have had one conversation i was fine with the first conversation the second conversation is overkill and i'm glad that that girl also sees that yeah i was proud of her in her confession she's like 
I do think that she's coming from a good place. She's trying to like, you know, like lead from kindness. But she's like, but we're but good. We're, but we're good. good. Like we don't we're... need any more sit downs about this. We can stop, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> but she does. She's like, look, you know, I'm in a I'm in a place now where I am upset by it. But, you know, like then he, the James charm kicks in. Raquel, like. She just she's obviously not handling this breakup well. No. Which I would have compassion and sympathy for if she wasn't then doing this shady shit with Schwartz. That's the issue. Like you're all heartbroken and hurt and like James is moving on, but then you have no problem doing this to Katie and doing it so recklessly. That's what's so shitty. Like I I would be like, poor Raquel just being a mess over this breakup and James just moving on so fast. I would be all about this like messy, awful shit that Raquel's doing, trying to talk to the trying to talk to the new girlfriend. Like, yeah, this is I, all messy. But girl, then you go in and try to make out with Tom. Sh- yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this would be a completely different podcast opinion yes. Yes. on Raquel. Like my my opinion on what happened would be so much different. I would different. be laughing at this scene. I would yes. be like, this is hilarious. She's like, just a whole doing mess. That. Keep putting yeah. a wrench in their relationship. But the yes. problem is she's just like, she's throwing grenades everywhere and she's a, yes. she's a loose cannon that I yes. am not a fan of right now. I'm like, you're yes. crazy. Yes. You're absolutely she, she needs Pick a time a lane. fucking out. <laughs> like, yes. If this, if she wasn't also doing the other shit with Katie, I would be like, this is fine. Go ahead. Mess this relationship so cool. up. It, That's I, you know thing. what it is? You know what it is? What she's doing to Katie, and I think this is what a lot of I, I know I've seen a lot of people online like, why is everyone having all this? Like, there's like the the people who can't let go of old Katie online. Yep. I, yep. Right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're like, are we just gonna forget all the things that Katie did? And like, did it? I'm like, no, it's not that no. I don't like. We're all. But the thing is, we're I don't. We're all in, like, we're no one's perfect. I think that Katie's grown a lot. So I'm not going to continue to judge her based off of. That's my biggest pet peeve with the fandom when people don't let go of like season two. Yeah. And we're on season 10. And I would and I would like again, go back to the earlier seasons, watch it with fresh eyes. Like there is maybe a reason why. Katie was behaving the way she was exactly so and it it led to where they are now like and I feel like she's actually so much lighter and I feel like she was like we were gonna have a like a really like I was I was very excited to see single Katie because she just seems so much lighter and happier and for Raquel and I feel like old Katie would have turned up on Raquel much harder than what she's doing uh, right now. Yes. And so everyone has to chill the fuck out because Katie's really giving this Bambi-eyed bitch a break. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm not. I'm going to do it fucking for her. Um, <laughs> no, she doesn't deserve grace because she's fucking being reckless and cruel. I. It's the cruel. It's, it's, it's the cruelty. It's the cruelty. It's. I just don't know how many times at this point Katie has to say she's just very uncomfortable. And she also is being super kind to Raquel. So for her to just be like disregarding Katie's feelings so easily is cruel. And, you know, 
I'm going to enjoy her crying over James now because like you need to be hurt. Now you need to be hurt. You're hurting someone else. We'll enjoy you being hurt now. Mm -hmm. How about that? Because then she she finishes the conversation. She's like, well, look, this is your learning process to figure out for yourself. But have an open eye. Okay, so this is so out of line because you think Katie shouldn't have a say in who Schwartz hooks up with. Right. But you think you should have this conversation with Allie. It makes she she's talking on both sides of her mouth. See how hypocritical this is, Raquel. It's it's so it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating, and it's so fresh. And I'm I can't. It's frustrating for us as viewers. I can't imagine what it's actually like for Katie to be living it. It's especially with. You know, I know I've seen Tom Sandoval in the media talking about like everyone needs to give Sheena a break. It was Katie who asked her to do it. I'm like, listen, Tom, I don't Tom believe Sandoval you. Tom Sandoval, I have not seen his oh, interview. I have. Are you serious? Yes, I'm very serious. But are you surprised? No, because we'll, because, we'll get to Tom that. We'll get never, to that fucking scene. Yeah. Tom, like, Tom has always hated Katie. And Katie was fucking right last season about Tom Sandoval being the problem with Schwartz and Sandy. You know what she was? And I was hard on Katie last season about that because, you know, it felt like she was it felt like she was being a Debbie Downer about the whole restaurant thing. But you know what? She it's she you can't Schwartz let her take the fall for that. Yeah, because because she he was complaining about him and she was trying to help and then he didn't back her up like he never does. And you know, I it's just so it's so funny when time goes by and you like reflect on things. You're like, no, that wasn't that wasn't Katie. That was Schwartz. And that's why I'm not letting Schwartz off this season. Hold him to the hold his feet to the fire this season. He Everything. And Katie has a as an unhealthy communication style that she has learned over the years of being with someone like Schwartz. Like it's taught her ways of communicating that's hard to take in. Yeah. So you don't listen to it. because You're like, ah, I don't. It's hard to hear this. Yeah. But then you look back, you're like, fuck, she might have had a point. Yeah. It's, I feel like a lot of that, like, I really didn't understand her perspective last season. And I understand <laughs> it, it so it hard now. now. Like, oh. And I'm like, oh, shit. And it is sometimes her, it, it is her delivery. And that's why I actually feel for her this season even more because I feel like she really, really is trying to soften her delivery, mm-hmm. but yet it's still not working. And it's, it is frustrating. It's frustrating. All right. So Tom's show starts. I'm just going to, that's, I'm just going to sigh. And that's all I'm going to say about it for now. <laughs> but Allie goes backstage to talk to James. She's drunk. She's drunk at this point. And she tells him that Raquel pulled her aside to talk about the Lala thing. And she was like, be careful. And obviously, James is getting upset. Right. And he's like, is she telling you not to be with me? And she says, no. But she's like, this this chick is reading off a script. She is like playing a role at this point. She's not very good at it either. She's like, yeah, it sucks. It makes me think about a lot. Okay, girl. And James obviously hates when people make his girlfriends think because every time they do that they think about things they should think about like think about it when people would go up to Raquel and tell Raquel things yeah like don't fucking tell my girlfriend things that she should know 
So now he's like, <laughs> don't go up and tell Allie things that she should think about. So he doesn't yeah. like that. Yeah. So then he's like, well, how would she like it if I went up to one of her new boyfriends and said, sweet girl, but she doesn't suck dick very much or at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Again, I would have been mad at, at I would have been mad at James for saying that if Raquel wasn't being such a fucking bitch. Exactly. <laughs> but then Allie pulls out one of the worst line deliveries I've ever seen in reality TV on Bravo. Okay? She goes, Why don't we just stop talking to fucking exes? Mm. I want to dance. Yeah, she's drunk. Get, <laughs> get her off my show. <laughs> get her out of here oh, but now i'm gonna talk major shit about tom sandoval's show for a second okay the schwartz's mom mm-hmm. song yeah sandoval stole this photo from schwartz without him knowing and he's been using it on tour ever since the fact that schwartz wasn't able to get a hold of sandoval for like a chunk of time to help with Schwartz and Sandy's. Isn't it like a major slap in the face that he like stole a photo of his mom and is doing a song about wanting to fuck his mom on a tour that was like costing Schwartz money? Um, Isn't it kind of like a huge fuck you? Yes, it is. Is it kind of funny though? Yes, but it is a fuck you. (laughs) It is a fuck you. If I was Schwartz, I would be annoyed because of the whole bar situation. Maybe if the bar thing didn't happen, it would be like a funny little bit because they have that type of relationship and dynamic. So that's not unusual to me. But because Schwartz has said there was he was kind of like upset with him for going and doing this venture and then you're using his mom in part of the bit like that's that's where it's in poor taste but yeah. Schwartz also needs to grow a fucking backbone and say how he feels so I actually I was, don't yeah, give a fuck so say to him like I don't want you using a picture of my mom saying you want to fuck my mom yeah when I haven't even been able to get a hold of you I mean I want to know what his what his mom thinks about uh, yeah. it right okay now we get a Raquel drinking montage which is clearly setting us up. Now, I'm going to say something shady, but I don't even care anymore. Uh-huh. When the, they, when we saw pictures of her from BravoCon, I was taken aback because she looked very puffy. And I remember thinking like, oh, has she gained a bunch of weight? But it makes sense that she's just been drinking like a fish. Yeah. And so this all tracked when they showed her like chugging booze, like taking a shot and chasing it with a beer. Yeah, because like, ah, usually I don't think that they really drink in their... I know they have tr- tr- prop drinks in their confessionals, but like yes. they're so seasoned now. Like I'm sure in the beginning they were doing that, but they know not... It's a long day of doing the confessionals. Like you don't actually... And you also got to be careful what you say. Exactly. And she is just... This girl is... Going through Losing it. it. <laughs> like, I would, I would, you know, I love and I told you so moment when all the shit was coming out about Raquel making out with Oliver going on. Yeah. Dates with P- I knew it was like something's not OK with this chick. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to give her like, yes, queen, go off. I can tell something's fucking wrong. Yeah. And something's wrong. I just thought it was stunts for the show to get buzz. But no, she was just she was just trying to hook up with anybody, which is fine. I don't care that she hooked up with Oliver or any of those stuff or even Peter. But like, 
complete, like the shorts of it all just like was too much. And it's like, she was like, it almost seemed like once Katie said she was not okay with it, it was like, oh, that's I really it, that's want it. That's when it intrigued her. As soon as she said, no, don't do it, Raquel went, watch me fucking do it. I know. It was crazy. The number one thing that I've learned so far in 2023 that has been a total game changer is that gut health means overall health, mental health, physical health, the works. I did not know that serotonin is produced in your gut. So when you take care of your gut, it helps you to beat stress, helps with, you know, a little bit of anxiety. And the two products that I have incorporated into my daily routine are the Just Thrive Probiotic and the stress-busting, mood-uplifting Just Calm. Just Thrive Probiotics supports digestive, immune, and total body health. It actually produces antioxidants right in the gut. It gets to your gut alive, which most probiotics do not. It eliminates bad bacteria. It replenishes it with good bacteria. And if you have kids, you can open up the capsules and sprinkle it in foods and drinks to sneak it in there for them. And to take the stress-busting mood support to the next level, add in Just Calm. This product has helped me have a healthier response to stress. This product has helped me stay focused because I've had a lot of episodes to get done lately. It's also helped me sleep better and it's improved my energy levels, obviously, because if you sleep better, you have better energy. It's just overall great. Just Thrive products have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. They're all natural and they have a money-back guarantee. You got nothing to lose. If you're ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 15% off a bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and a bottle of Just Calm with promo code SHESPEAKS at JustThriveHealth.com. While you're there, check out all their other research-based products for optimal gut and immune health. There is something for everyone, even a probiotic for your fur baby, all with a bottom of the bottle guarantee. Take control of your health this year with Just Thrive. So now she's all drunk. She's like, I want to make out with someone. And then says, turns around, says to Sheena and Brock, should I ask Schwartz to make out? And they say, yes. So she goes up to Schwartz and says, do you want to make out? And he's like, I can't. It's a trap. And then goes, wait, are we still filming? And turns around, sees the camera and is like, oh, shit. And I, I agree. This is one thing I will agree with Sheena on from Watch What Happens Live. She would, Schwartz would have one hundred percent made out with Raquel that night if cameras were down. What's really heartbreaking is that he tells Raquel that Katie feels a connection with her, and she goes, "Well, like I like Katie as a person, but are we really that close of friends?" Wow. She's making what she's trying to do is make sure she doesn't become close friends with Katie because then she would have to like think about what she's doing and she doesn't want to think about what she's doing. So she's trying I think that she's trying to go even like meaner because she's like, I want to make out with Schwartz so I can't be friends with Katie. If I'm not friends with Katie, I can't feel I don't have to feel bad because we're not friends. Right. And I think that's her rationale. And it's like, no, you're still in proximity to the friend group. So whether you're good friends with Katie or not, you're in a friend group with her. So have that 
much respect. And Rocky, this is Raquel's first season not being James's girlfriend. Right. So she's never been a part of the crew like this. Yeah. And so she's she's proving that she's not a girl's girl. She's proving mm-hmm. that if she's not just in a coupling, she's like, I'm just going to go find another man. I'm here for myself. I'm here for nobody else. Sheena's my friend, but that's it. Like, I don't care yeah. about anybody else. I want to be on a show. Yeah. she. I'm starting to think that she was just with James to be on this show. I don't think that, but I think it turned into that. I'm going with was it no no fine it started not as that but yeah. I'm saying it's it continued in yeah, my opinion I agree I feel, I I agree I agree with that 100% and I used to not think that I used to be like no I I really thought the best of Raquel I was like a Raquel defender but now I'm like oh I mm, I'm thinking I think she's let this whole thing get to her head and she surrounded herself with people like Sheena who encourage her to do things and mm-hmm. she doesn't ha- she doesn't really have a mind of her own so mm-hmm. i'm not really surprised and he's like oh yeah i can't i can't do that to her but i think the only reason he's saying that is because now a camera is like literally right there oh yeah and he's like uh, i can't do that to her oh camera did you get that on the audio mike did you pick that up cool cut because the next day at his apartment sandoval and sheena come over and I did not realize that Sandoval's family have pitched in $250,000 into Schwartz and Sandy's. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, that is why they're doing the friends and family party, even mm-hmm. though they're not going to be open. He's like, that explains it. I'm like, does it? I don't know. I do agree with that because especially when we get into the later scenes talking with about talking with their uh, with, business with partner. Greg. Yeah. Like if I do understand like Sandoval's perspective of like his parents put so much money into this. And they thought they were supposed to be open. And we're thinking they're just like, it's, I, at least before this episode, thought it was Tom and Schwartz that were like stalling the place from opening, but it's Greg. Yeah. And they do yeah, want to be open. we will get into him. Yeah. Yeah. And they do want to be open. So it's like, I feel, I feel for Sandoval and only, only time I feel for him this episode is like, he wants to show his parents what they've been working on. Cause like they haven't seen it. So I, I get that. I I do get that. Um, so I, I mean, and I'm sure they probably had already booked their tickets and stuff like that before they found out from Greg that they wouldn't be opening. And it's like, oh, well, they've already booked their shit. Like, I'm not gonna tell them to unbook their shit. We're just gonna throw the party still. And you know how Sandoval is. He he's like, I'll spend more money on things. He does not care. Money is no object for that man. <laughs> money is no object for that man. I will I will give you that. I think this overall, this entire thing feels like a money pit to me and it's stressing me out. Yeah. Because from it is. start to finish, they have not executed this thing properly at all. And I proven that, everyone correct that they should not have done it. I think that they shouldn't have done it with that guy. Well, but it's to me it's proof that they sh- they were not prepared to do this like well, they yes. thought they yeah. were not prepared to start to because they didn't know what they were doing right like the no. business plan the business model the whole deal like their partner like none of it was correct yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah no i i i they were not ready mm I feel like if they wanted to open up a restaurant right now, they would be ready because now they actually have made a mistake. They made all the mistakes. So it's like if they opened like another location, I think it would go much smoother Um, because now because like, again, like 
they didn't really open Tom Tom. Like Lisa and Ken did all that stuff. They were just more so, more so the face. Yes, they helped here and there, but like the Schwartz and Sandys, they took on on their own, and I don't I don't think they realized how much work it really entailed and how much financial that's how much money they would be putting into it constantly yeah okay so now sheena and and sandoval help him make a list of things that he needs to to get his mojo back schwartz throws in there that he sometimes pees on his balcony that's i believe him i i 100 believe that i don't think he would make that up because that's embarrassing oh yeah um but schwartz Adds to this list, maybe put do not make out with Raquel on there. Um, you look frozen for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you there? Um, no, um, I'm just so over it. Like, why is this a topic? Why is this like, I guess this is also frustrating because it's like, there are how many people in the Los Angeles area, how many women that he could make out with? Why is this such a big fucking deal? Like, why does he need, why do they, why do they need to make out? I don't and get it. This proves to me too that this little teasing of making out has been happening way longer than like Sheena's been pushing and pushing and pushing this. Yeah. Much more like a lot. So don't even. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I don't like. Say, okay. So then Sh- then Schwartz says we had an agreement not to hook up with friends. And Sandoval's like, that's just not realistic. Shut how up, is that not, Sandoval. How is that not realistic? Oh, that's right. Because you did it with Ariana when you're with Kristen. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, Sandoval, like, you don't need to take advice from Sandoval. Like, he's not the, he's the reason why, he's one of the reasons why you and Katie got divorced. Not Mm -hmm. the only, but he is a factor. And he's not supportive. He was never supportive of their relationship, ever. So, exactly. Schwartz, I mean, and to be fair, no, no one should have been. They should not have gotten married. They were in a very bad relationship. And so everyone was kind of looking out for them in the correct way. Yeah. So they shouldn't have been in a relationship. Their relationship was toxic and unhealthy. They had an unhealthy uh, codependency on each other. I just don't like, though, like, yes. And I get that, but you know they made their decision, and now they've made their made the decision not to be together. But it's like, why do they have to be enemies? They don't have to be enemies. They didn't want to be enemies. And I feel like, oh no, Tom, no, Tom those Sandoval, two things are not the same thing. Saying yeah. they should have never been, should they should have absolutely not gotten married. They should have broken up, but right. they did, and now yeah. they don't need to be mean to each other and treat each other like shit. Right. That's just my issue. Like, why? Are, like, I don't understand why Sheena and Sandoval feel the need to like and. Especially Sandoval, like he's like making he left. She left you. Yeah, like, she when he said she divorced you, she left you. I'm like, hold the fucking phone, dude. Do not make it seem like Katie just up and left one day as if Schwartz did nothing. I know that's what's making me mad. They're making it Schwartz into some victim. Okay, like he like he mm. didn't didn't. Yeah, fuck like, you guys. That yeah, that's what that's what's pissing me off so much about this. They're again Sheena and um 
Sandoval are babying Schwartz and making it seem like Schwartz is the victim. Poor yep. Schwartz. Katie left you. No, Katie left a ba- a man child. Okay. She had no choice. She, eventually, she had to fucking choose herself. She she's explicitly told San, I mean Schwartz what she needed out of this relationship and he ignored it. Okay? It's infuriating. And then she got to a point where it was like I can't do this anymore. And that's what happens when people get divorced. They get to a point like you, either you outgrow the person, that person isn't fulfilling you, and you make the decision to leave. That is normal. Unfortunately for Sandoval and Ariana, they the things that don't work in their relationship, they push under the rug. And this is no hate towards Ariana because I love that queen. I think she deserves better. So let's – how about that? Like I'm going to push – I'm going to be like la-la and push – Ariana to leave Sandoval. Would you like that? Like <laughs> Sandoval? Would you can. like that intervention? So fuck off. <sighs> and then Schwartz adds fuel to the fire here. And he's like, he tells Sheena, we're not supposed to hang out. And obviously Sheena's like, what? He's like, I mean, she didn't mean it, I don't think, but you know, she was fired up. She's like, you're not hanging out with Sheena. <sighs> He did that to make it worse. I know. And then and make them sh- and make them hate her more. And so then Sheena cries. And OK, hold on. <laughs> Sheena fucking lied here. OK, she's like, if she wants me to pick a side, I will. And you know what? She called me a fucking troll. And I was like, you know what, Katie? That is one word you're not going to call me. Actually, you didn't say that. You <laughs> actually didn't say anything. You went, oh, OK. And you didn't say one word. So I know she's. You didn't say that. Uh, Sheena's so like when she started crying, like, oh god, she really said that. Like, yeah, she really did because you really try to push her ex husband into the arms of another castmate. Yeah, she really fucking called you a. Why is a troll? <laughs> the thing that really is setting Sheena over the edge. I don't right. know. I could, that's a good point. I don't understand also, why she's like, that a, upset a about troll, troll. A troll also was probably just something that came out of Katie's mouth when she was like in the heat of the moment. All of the things that we've heard these ladies call each other and troll is what's really getting Too far. I'm like, okay, girl. Okay. So we finally get Charlie. It's that Sir Charlie and Raquel. And Charlie delivered. I need more Charlie. Charlie fucking said, well, okay, so let's go through the scene. So they start they start rolling their silverware, and, and Raquel tells her that James got into such a bad fight with Allie that security had to escort him out. And apparently Allie was not ready to go, and James was. And this is what happens when you date a little girl who's thirsty and, like, bratty, and you're drinking. Yeah. You know, she's like, I don't want to go. I mean, she looks like a fucking brat. Even when she was just being, she's like, I want to dance. I'm like, oh, God. So, yeah, this is what's going to happen. Isn't that that one guy that was. Mm, Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. But Raquel goes, I wrote this dialogue out because, okay, Raquel says, I'm sure it had something to do with the conversation I had with her. And then. Charlie goes, what was the conversation? And she says, oh, that Lala and James had sex, you know, because the cat's out of the bag. And Charlie's like, 
bitch, why the hell would you tell her that? Like, that is not your place. And Raquel's like, no, 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 that is not my fault. Any fight they have is not my fault. Well, you just said that their fight had something to do with the conversation you had with her. You yeah, just said that. I what she she thought she thought Charlie was going to be like, yes, bitch. Yes. Tell her, make them fight. Yes. But, but this she's is like, why I like Charlie because Charlie is not she really has a mind of her own. And even if she's friends with you, she's going to give you her honest opinion, which I don't think works for a lot of these ladies because they just want blind followers. And she doesn't she, like Charlie's not going to just that was a stupid thing that you did. She's like, why did you what? Why would you need to go? Why would you go tell her that? Yeah. Like, and not then she your could place. Tell Raquel looks pissed. Obviously, she's like, mm, OK, that's not the answer I wanted. So she's like, OK, Charlie's like, let me change subjects. She's like, so what else is going on? Have you made out with anyone? And Raquel's like, what do you think about me making out with shorts? And Charlie says, probably weird, you know, because you knew Katie beforehand. And then she can see Raquel's face. Yeah. And Raquel's face is like, um, that's not the answer I wanted. Yeah. So then Charlie is like, why have you already made out with him? And she's like, maybe. I mean, like, I'm thinking about it. Like, I like him. Like, And then fucking Raquel's confessional. I think I have a crush on Schwartz. And this is why, by the way, I like that he's happy to see me. <laughs> he always has a smile on his face, which makes me happy. Me, Like, I can't. Like, I, I, like, I cannot. Bitch, have you watched Vanderpump Rules? Schwartz makes out with anybody. You're not fucking special. I, no, no. Like, I, I really can't. You're not like, special. I, like, I, I cannot connect to people who act like this. Let me just tell you something. And I'm sure this is what happened. Once Schwartz gets to make out with you, he will be done with you. <laughs> and I think that is what happened. I think he, it was like the whole allure of like getting to make out with Raquel. It happened. And he was like, mm, that's it. Like that was going to be it. She was never going to be anything else. And I, this whole like, oh, he sees, he has a big smile. No, he does. He doesn't. He's a, he's a guy who's like, I'm trying to, to kiss a girl and that's all it is. So she's so some naive. guy smiling at you is like all it takes, girl, please. She's naive as fuck. And Charlie's like, how would you feel if like I were to make out with James? Thank and Raquel's, you. Markel goes, I would be like, that's weird, but you do you. No, she wouldn't. I'm She's gonna, fucking lying. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> she lying. I, like, I can't. Like, I just, I, because uh, you could see in her face too. She's like, I want to say that I'd kill you, but I have to lie. And so I'm like, but you do you. You do you. Oh, please. Oh, please, Raquel. She only said that because she knows that Charlie wouldn't do that. So it's not even a fucking possibility. Exactly. And then Raquel says in her confessional that Sheena put the idea in her head. But like, it's, you know, just like stay with me a bit. And I like it. This is not authentic. Like her personality right now is just so inauthentic. I cannot stand it. It's like she's like, I am going. To, yeah, it's like she picked out in a catalog. Like I'm going to yeah. I need a new personality. Mm-hmm. And this is my personality. Just fucking stank, fucking gross bitch. Like. <laughs> That's her new personality. It's hell of a one. Congratulations. Ugh. Charlie's like, they're going to call you a home wrecker. And Raquel's like, there isn't a home to wreck. 
They okay. still share custody with their dogs. So and like, that's fine. That's fine. Take, take it. it. Enjoy it. yourself. Enjoy yourself. The right dogs now. will be affected. You bitch. <sighs> the dogs will be affected. So shorts and sandies. So this owner manager meeting. Greg. Greg is the <laughs> epitome <laughs> of toxic restaurant guy. Yeah. In this meeting, I wrote out exactly what he said because I have sat in so many meetings like this where you're like, you're not saying anything, dude. So here's what he said. This is why they are not going to be able to open on August 26th, which is a month out. And that's a long time. Yeah. A month is plenty of time. They're built. They have food coming out of the kitchen. They but have yeah. staff hired. Like, you have a month. That's a long time. Yeah. So here's what he says. We're going to pick this thing apart. We're not finished. And in the upcoming days, we have a lot of work to do. An unsurmountable amount. Okay. What? Like what? Like what? Specifically. What? So let's get down. We need to really start honing down on what needs to get done. Okay. Like, give us a list. We got a long lease here. We have a lot of money to pay back. So then we should open. Yeah. Sounds like that. I just need to see that you're going to do whatever it takes to make it work. So we should open. <laughs> I have a business to operate and I just don't have time for bullshit. You have just said nothing. Yeah. You've given them no tasks that need to be done. What else needs, like, is there construction that we don't see? Is there design that's not done? Like, yeah, it's like the, the stove's not working. Like, what? what is it? So what's the list of shit? You've just made them feel like they are not good enough, but they don't know what they need to do. Yeah, it seems like he's just like, when I think you're ready, like, he's like some, like, fucking mentor or, yeah. you know what I mean? And... It's only when I think you're ready that you will get to open these Schwartz and Sandy's doors. Like, no, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I'm paying the goddamn rent. Yeah. We really need to start honing down on what needs to get done. Are you going to say it? Are you ever going to tell them what needs to get done? Yeah. I, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt last episode. This episode, this guy is just a power dick, tri a dick power trippy. I wouldn't – I would just – I would dread having any meeting with him. Me dread. Too. Dread it. Me fucking too. And how does I am confused how he has put no money in and owns the lease, but they're paying the rent. Like, this is the worst deal. So they're ever. paying him. No, like, is that is that to me it feels like yeah. they just he just wants to keep getting money from them and not like I, I, I it feels crazy whatever is happening it feels scammy what's happening yeah he feels like i now feel like he's taking advantage of them i do feel that way and like i he, he keeps on like ha feeling like oh i'm not gonna have these people work for work in the thing like when schwartz and sandoval is like i don't mind them working here like no they're not working here like why because they like, had well they, they had have a, they had a drink too yeah like they had a drink at work when they were allowed to, like, to me, that's, like, not fireable offense. If your bosses are, like, making it an environment where, like, it's okay for you to drink and then you do it and then you're, like, well, now you're fired, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. 
And he was like, every, it seemed like everyone was having way too much fun at that Daily Mail party. I was like, well, that was the point of the party. Yeah. So, seemed like it seemed like it was a successful party, too. So it seems like nothing was like, no, it was there were no hiccups. It seems like it, everyone keeps on saying it was such a good party. So what's the issue? So the drinking didn't get in the way of anything. And they Sandoval and Short seemed completely fine with the staff that they had there. So I don't see the problem. I feel like Greg just like wants to be able to pull power trips and like, no, fire. Like, I don't know. I don't like very, his vibe. Very typical shitty restaurant know-it-all guy. Yeah. Who just likes to sit in meetings and tell you you've done something wrong. And yeah. And then that's the meeting. And they love to call meetings. They love to have meetings. You show up for the meeting and then you sit in the meeting and you're like, this is it. Like this we isn't a meeting. <laughs> this is we not didn't a get meeting. anything accomplished. We didn't talk about any any action plan. We just need to what prove that we're ready to do anything. Like what what do we need to do? Mm. Fuck you. I, it's like I I said this last episode. I I I think that they should just buy him out. They gotta they gotta figure out a way to buy him out because he's he's hindering them. Whether they're ready or not, they have the they have this business. They have this place. Yeah, it's, it's a restaurant. It's here. They got to open it. They got to get rid of this guy. They can't keep going on with this. It's going to be an ongoing, like for years. No. Got to get rid of him. Bye. All right. Lisa meets James for tea. It's kind of cute when James shows up. He's like, I didn't know what to wear. Do I look okay? <laughs> so Lisa's like, I've been here. Lisa is, I've decided, Lisa is like a <laughs> like a Disney character like on a on one of the rides. So yes. like they turn her on and she like becomes like Lisa. And she's like <laughs> she's like like an animatron. Yeah, she's like, yes. she's like I've been hearing things and then they flash back to the, you know, well they flash back to Raquel of course telling her about James Again, being like what is, what was the point of you telling Lisa that? Well, I have to I'm sure production would have told her anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, but like it's I'm just it's just weird. Like Raquel yes. is just really go like again, Raquel let's a reminder, Raquel dumped James. So I just like yeah. don't understand like and she knows telling Lisa like James because James yes. is drinking again and like that he got in a fight publicly with uh his new girlfriend Allie. And he's now working, he's still doing this See You Next Tuesday stuff. Like, that could affect his position. Like, Lisa could be like, I don't know if you're ready. I don't want you in the restaurant. Like, and I think that that is a part of the reason why she's doing it, to sabotage him. 100%. Which is why you dumped him. Yeah. It's not like James dumped you for Allie. Mm -hmm. You dumped him, and whether you like it or not, that's how fast he moved on. And that just shows you that that's why you dumped him. Like you dumped him because he's not a good, not a great partner. And typical James, he got right with someone. Exactly. And that's like what he would do. And he didn't go. And he also didn't do it within the group. Allie was completely no connection to the group. So like, was it fast? Yes. Do I think he's over you? No. Do I think he's he's not really doing anything wrong though? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just don't yeah. like his timeline. Mm-hmm. So he does admit that it's been interesting bringing alcohol back into his life, which yikes. Yeah. Yeah. He, but it also scary because he admits he's admitted this already that he started drinking literally because Raquel broke up with him. 
Yeah. Very bad. Very, very bad. And Lisa in her like full animatron, like she's like, she's like a, she's like a pilled out, slightly drunk Mary Poppins. (laughs) (laughs) She gets like sage advice, (laughs) but she's, she's like, she's loopy all the time with like her new teeth and stuff. So she talks a little weird. So she's like pouring the tea and she's like, and she's like, you know, let's be honest. I don't think this whole alley, you know what this is reminding me of? Remember when Sheena got with Rob? Oh, And she was like, I love Rob. And, and Lisa was like, okay, but you also were madly in love with Shay last season. And we had multiple scenes where you were like, I love Shay. Shay's the best. And now you're madly in love with Rob. Yeah, it is. That's actually completely parallel. So yeah, good that call sh- out. this is what she's doing. She's like, okay, you were just telling me that you were madly in love with Raquel and now you're madly in love with Allie. I'm pretty sure that you are more upset about that breakup than you're le- letting on. And finally, James cracks. Yeah. Finally. And you can just see Lisa's like with her like little, di- she's like, yes, you know, here I am for you. It's just really yeah. funny that Lisa's got this role now. She's finally figured out exactly who she is. Yeah. She's done judging them. She's done with the like the scenes where she just makes fun of them and now yeah. she's she's mothering. Yeah. All right, so I am on a countdown to my sister's wedding in August and I want to just not dread the fact that a lot of photos are going to be taken. I tend to avoid cameras at all costs because I'm just a little insecure about my body. And I have time between now and then to tighten up the diet a little bit. And so HelloFresh is perfect because now I can pick from 40 weekly recipes, skip the grocery store, and I can pick from the fit and wholesome option HelloFresh does have other options, like they've got veggie or family-friendly. You can even customize certain meals by swapping proteins or sides, or you can even add protein to a veggie dish, maybe. And now there's a way to upgrade to organic chicken or organic ground beef. My favorite thing about HelloFresh, though, is everything's pre-portioned and the recipe cards are easy to follow. So you can make these delicious meals without all that time-consuming meal planning and prepping. And the ingredients are quality, okay? They travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days. So they're fresh. They're not frozen. Whenever I try to eat healthy, I tend to get a little carried away, find some recipe on Pinterest, get a bunch of ingredients to things that I never use again. Like I am forever haunted by this big bag of psyllium husk I got for one stupid recipe. But no, with HelloFresh, it's pre-portioned. You follow the recipe card. You make your delicious meal. And I'm no cook, okay? I'm a disaster in a kitchen. But I can actually manage to cook these meals, which I think that alone is a feat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SheSpeaks65 and use code SheSpeaks65 for 65% off plus free shipping. One more time, go to HelloFresh.com slash SheSpeaks65 and use code SheSpeaks65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So, okay, Katie's going to bring Christina Kelly to the Schwartz. Of, now we're going to get the Christina Kelly moment. Yes. 
So now we're Schwartz and Sandy. Sandoval's family arrives. His brother Brian looks nothing like him, but his dad looks exactly like him. Uh, is that his dad? I think that's his stepdad. No, it said Tom's dad. Okay. I'm sh- I think his stepdad is there and his oh, mom oh. is there and his okay. dad is there. Oh, well. okay. 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 Um, guys, I triple check because I was like, is that his stepdad? But it said Tom's dad. So okay. Like, okay. Schwartz is tray passing food which is cracking me up that he's just going around working. So Ariana, Christina, and Katie arrive together, and Katie gives, like, the little Christina Kelly history, but they flash back to season three, where Christina is asking Katie if she thinks Schwartz cheated, and Katie's like, I really don't feel like it. Oh, God. Uh, Brutal. Brutal. They used they trolled her with that one. They trolled her with that flashback. But you know what? Actually, now I'm just thinking about it. That could be one of the reasons why Katie did want to reach out to Raquel too, because she used to be in a relationship similar to that in the beginning, where she just like people would keep giving her information about Tom cheating on her, and she was refusing to believe it, mm-hmm. even though it was like clear as day. And like maybe that is kind of that like connection Katie was mm-hmm. feeling with Raquel, but Raquel fucking burned that to the fucking ground with her. Uh-huh. Fucking- Big Bambi feet. <laughs> Bambi feet. <sighs> it was weird hearing Katie say, this past summer we went to Rome for our friend's wedding. <laughs> it's like, wow, you don't say Stassi? Interesting. Right? I wonder if that was a, like, if they were like, don't say Stassi. Say your friend. Yeah. I'm actually, like, again, I'm just so curious to, to know what Stassi is feeling like that Christina Kelly is friends with Sheena. Like what? Because especially, you know, in season three, those girls, those were girls. the biggest Christina, Christina Kelly and, uh, and Stassi were the biggest Sheena haters. So I'm just curious. I just want to be a fly on the wall to know what Stassi's opinion is of her friendship now with Sheena. Cause I know Stassi is not friends with Sheena right now. Hmm. Sheena did say on Watch What Happens Live that they were, she was, they're good enough for her to reach out and congratulate Stassi on the pregnancy. I don't think that, I think that that's what Sheena thinks. I think that, I I knew, knew exactly what the fuck that answer was. Sheena, (laughs) that was an opening for Sheena. I don't think that fucking, I don't think that Stassi fucks with Sheena at all. And I think that once that Sheena found out Stassi, was having another baby she was like she can't not respond to me if i'm congratulating her on having a baby i was a little bummed out that ariana called katie reaching out to christina obvious i was like well she needs somebody yeah i was i didn't really like that moment either but i mean it she also ariana you are stating obvious like yes we know that's why fucking katie brought her she doesn't have any other friends like we yeah, don't need to, like we don't need like, to point it out she needs as many allies as she can get like, like you're you're still you're still kind of in the middle so she's only got lala at this point yeah and and lala's all sick and not being yeah, able not to, have able her to fucking, go to these events yeah and honestly if you think about it and if you guys remember season three christina like christina kelly hated Sheena with a fiery fucking passion. So who else are you going to call when you need backup from someone right now that understands the history of Sheena? That's like, I mean, I think that that's like a a very good pawn, like not pawn. I want to call her a pawn, but like 
pawn to pull out. Like I would too. I think it's strategy. <laughs> yeah, she's got to have a strategy at this point. And she actually said, she's like, I'm not going to go to another event and make that same mistake. Exactly. She does. And I, I don't fucking fault her for it. Cause I, yeah. I would have brought Christina Kelly's ass too. So we can talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> They do a little like figuring out where everyone is. Lala's at home sick watching Beverly Hills. James is doing See You Next Tuesday. Ariana, though, does tell them about James getting kicked out of the Canyon Club for fighting with Allie. Uh, and then she said, she's like, the reason I left was because of what Sheena's doing. And then Christina, now Christina and Katie are talking about like, this divorce was going great until Sheena came along and yeah. tried to make it messy. And mm-hmm. obviously, Ariana looks incredibly uncomfortable. Right. And I felt like she was trying to basically say that Sheena isn't the problem. Was this was this dynamic even sustainable? Mm-hmm. I felt like that was like, regardless of what Sheena did, were you guys even going to be able to maintain this? I'm like, oh, hold on now, Ariana. Mm-hmm. This is where you riding the fence does kind of bug me. Yeah. Because Sheena did dirty. And you got to admit she did some dirty shit. Yeah. It's like, I get what she's trying to say. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't sustainable, but like. But this th- actually happened. Right. This actually happened. It's like, Sheena I would have actually liked, did this. Right. Like, now we won't know that because Sheena intervened. So now, I don't, we know. don't know if it's sustainable or not. Because Sheena intervened. So it would have been very fucking nice to have let their... their let that dyna- play out. Let that play out so then we could have a fucking opinion about it. But we didn't. Because Sheena fucking intervened with, like, with her intervening ass because she doesn't have any anything else. She doesn't have a storyline. No one wants to see her in Brock. And she's a friend of. I need to remind people of that every week. <laughs> so I get Ariana being in an uncomfortable position because she doesn't want to go against her friend and that is always where Ariana's uncomfortable because she's everyone's friend yeah but do you feel the situation is sustainable I don't know because Sheena ruined it yeah. and I wish you could just admit like yeah that wasn't the best move yeah she yeah I, I need I need Ariana to be more Charlie like and just call it like it is yeah yes Exactly. I need more Charlie. We need more Charlie. More Charlie. And it's like what I, I said this last week. I really, I don't know. And I don't know if it happens. I yeah. want it to happen. I think Katie needs to recruit Charlie. Because yeah. I think that Charlie would be, I think actually they make more sense of friends than her in 100%. Tweedledee and Tweedledum, you know. Katie is Katie says, if you want to start fucking this person, then I can run train for your restaurant. <laughs> but now Katie does the like setup. I have an idea for a trip moment that, you know, production makes them do. Yeah. Girls trip. We're going to start in Vegas and go to Havasu. And she's going to invite Raquel because she's single. Because mm-hmm. at this point, she doesn't know what the fuck Raquel has been doing. No, she doesn't. She's not obviously going to invite Sheena. And she says if she wants to support Schwartz, she should probably stay back and support him. (laughs) That was good. I do think that's good. Ariana is trying so hard to be supportive of both sides. But this is it's it's really impossible to run in the middle for the whole thing. Yeah. So. But okay, this scene with Katie and Schwartz. This this was like a psychology one. Like this was amazing to me. So he says to her that he's kind of jealous of Tom's family being there and how Katie's his only family. 
Oh. And he uses that to segue into saying that Sheena's upset. Talked to her earlier. She's upset. And Katie's like, she's the one who's meddling. And Tom defends. She's not meddling. She's trying to help me come out of my skin a little bit. All Schwartz wants is to be able to make out with Raquel at this yeah. point. That's his only goal, which is so sick. It is. That was it's when I was sick. like, "That." thank you for saying that. Because in this moment, that is when I said, He's decided he's going to make out with Raquel, so he's picking a fight with Katie to justify when he does it. And Katie goes, it's making me uncomfortable. And now Tom is annoyed. So he's like, it's like you're trying to set imaginary boundaries that don't exist. The Raquel thing is not a thing. Well, you're you're trying. You, in that scene at your house, said, put don't make out with Raquel on that list. So it is a thing, just so we're clear. And that little line that he said that you're putting these imaginary boundaries is a straight up something that came out of Sandoval's mouth. Mm -hmm. And Sheena. And Sheena, yes. And so now here's where, though, they're still in an an unhealthy communication pattern because they're still essentially communicating the same as they always did. Like they Mm -hmm. haven't totally broken that. So now Katie's going to feel unheard and unsupported yet again. And this is a trigger with him. So she slips into bad communication style. Rather than taking a breath and and realizing what he's doing, which is pushing buttons yeah. and choosing not to see her point, which is a very obvious point, yeah. very clear what her point is. She's saying, I know nothing happened, but it's a situation that would change things for me because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. Tom waves and stops listening to her completely. Mm-hmm. And she then says something that she has said probably 8 billion times. I'm not being irrational. Yeah. Tom knows this line and knows this is a button for her and looks at her and goes, yes, you are. <laughs> I wanted is- to, if I didn't want to go through that fucking TV and smack the shit out of Tom Schwartz. <laughs> He didn't technically actually say it. He looked at her like that, I should say. Okay, well, I'm just he saying. He looked at her like, yes, you, like he looked at her like, like. I was triggered during that whole interaction. Me too. Because you know what it was reminding me of? Season fucking two when he dumped that beer all over her. It was the same dismissive when she was trying to tell her point and he was shutting down and then just dumps a beer all over her to shut her up. That's what I felt like in that fucking conversation. I, I went right back to that. And I was like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. How dare you? That look, like, how many times have we heard Katie say I'm not being irrational? She said it so many times to try to get him to listen to her. Yeah. And he doesn't listen. He doesn't like to listen. So now Katie is so triggered. This is like her, the one thing she's asked and the one thing he knows Sheena's violating and the one thing he's violating and the one thing Raquel's violating so she's triggered. Her anger's ramped up. And so she's now in her complete poor communication tactics. Mm-hmm. So she's now name calling. Here she's acting like a fucking moron. Then the guy shakes his hand and she literally separates their hands. Not the move. Not the move. Yeah. No, don't do that. Now Tom has a reason. A reason to say, okay, you don't do You can't do that. That reflects, that reflects poorly on my business. Katie goes, okay, I'm, I won't come here anymore. Fight or flight. Now her fight yeah. or flight has kicked in. Yeah. He's doing all the things that he's done to her throughout their marriage. And he doesn't care. 
because he's actually really never cared about her feelings. Yeah. So Tom is trying to explain why he told her, like, you can't do that, you know, because, like, you know, you can't say, like, don't do that. Uh. And she but she is trying to get him to understand her side, but he doesn't like to listen. So he says, it's always about you, isn't it? <laughs> this is a very typical comeback for him. We have seen him do this many times. It's not all about it's a it's a it's a good manipulation tactic because mm-hmm. It makes you feel like you should shut up. It makes you feel like you're being an asshole. But really, he's the one who pulled her aside to talk. True. He's the one who pulled her aside to have this conversation to tell That's a very her, good point. To tell her that Sheena's upset. What do, what does it matter that Sheena what is what is she supposed to do with that shorts? I don't give a fuck if Sheena's upset. Sheena can Katie's co- upset. So what do you want me to do about that shorts? So then Katie goes, it's not about me, Tom. And he goes, I think you should leave. So he, this is fucked up. A bad energy in here. Emotionally entitled bad energy, which is another thing he does a lot with her. Yeah. Gets her riled up, then starts making fun of her. Yeah. And name calling her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it reminded me of the whole beer thing. It was just like, yeah, was, was she riled up during that argument back in season two? Sure. But like the way that he handled it was so like diminishing. And that's mm-hmm. how I felt here when she he was kicking her out. Like you already she's already terrified that this is going to tear you guys apart. And you've just kicked her out of the bar. That was a catalyst for your ending of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Dude, get get a fucking grip. Get a life. And then when he when when she leaves, he calls her his arch nemesis. Wow. Then the the next scene is Ariana, Raquel, and Katie going to dinner. That was wild. So why is Raquel filming with Katie so often? That's what's crazy to me. So Katie graciously invites her on the girls' trip. And she explains why she's not inviting Sheena. And it's like this long pause of silence. And then Raquel goes, so I guess I should confess something. I kind of asked Shorts point blank if he wanted to make out. And he said, no, he is respecting your boundaries. And Katie goes, yeah, but you're not. And Ariana goes, girl, I didn't know you had it in you. And then Raquel's like, I don't even know who I am these days. And Katie asks, like, how much of this is motivated by you or Sheena? And Raquel says, Sheena did put the idea in my head initially. <laughs> she, was, she immediately threw Sheena right under that fucking bus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sheena. And Katie's like, thought so. And Katie's confessional is pretty fucking funny. She goes, Raquel's not diabolical enough to come up with this on her own. She is literally the human equivalent of cotton candy. <laughs> Katie. It actually isn't too much of an insult. It's actually kind of a compliment in some way. Yeah, she's like, I don't I don't think it was an insult at all. It was it's accurate like, as well. Like, it's like, I mean, I think that if I were to describe Raquel, I would say cotton candy ne- before. And now she's like, yeah, black licorice that I fucking want to spit out. It's so, this part though is where I went wow so Raquel's just like kind of evil and heartless because yeah. Raquel's like I definitely was drinking and you know like I just like shot my shot like is that what you say and Katie looks to Ariana and is like it's too much and she's because she's like this is what the season is going to be 
this is what's going to happen to me this season. I'm going to be going through a divorce and having to watch as they have this fucking storyline. Yeah. And so it's like my house is about to be sold in three weeks and she starts crying. Just like, so yeah, I just want to have fun now. And Raquel just sits there and watches her. And Katie then says, thank you for telling me. So how is Katie the bad guy here, guys? How are you guys still saying that Katie is the problem? I, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you don't understand. Like, you are getting mature Katie right now. Katie, like, a few seasons back would have fucking torn that bitch apart. And, and been too, it been too vicious and said too many things that we would have been like, ah, Katie, you went too far. But instead, she thanks her for telling her. Like, it, I think that's what's painting me so much because we have seen Katie in the past and I know Katie can hold her own. And the fact that I feel like I'm watching this strong woman be broken by all these people and she, and she just came, she came into the season with such positivity and hope and with each episode they keep, they're gaslighting her. And I'm yeah. I'm not ha- I'm not fucking having it, Emily. <laughs> I'm not, not tolerate it this because I know they're all like it's again. It's, it reminds me of like Beverly Hills, Summer House, like this gang up mentality. Like we all think this, which that there so therefore makes it true. Sandoval saying the same thing, Raquel saying the same thing, Sheena saying the same thing, Schwartz is kind of saying the same thing. So it's like, oh, Katie's the problem. No, you guys are the problem. She is being very rational. She didn't say that Tom can't hook up with people. She just said, not in the group. Again, so many people in Los Angeles. He has a pick of the litter. What she's asking for is not unreasonable. And she is not. Katie, you are not being irrational. No, you're not, girl. All right. Now the Toms go to Tom Tom and they have a little meeting with Lisa. Mm-hmm. She tells them that Greg seemed a little peeved, but then they go over the the deal that they signed, and it is a mess. Yeah. Ugh. And Tom's like, yeah, I'm not really sleeping, and Schwartz cries. He's like, yeah, dude, I lost my marriage. I'm a statistic. And the again, Lisa, the animatron Disney character, comes to life, and she's like, let's go forward and think of a way Greg isn't involved. And I'm, like, so comforted by that. I'm like, let Lisa help you. Yeah, I understand, and I get it. I understand why they didn't want Lisa Mm -hmm. and Ken involved, because they didn't get much say in the first time around, which we have learned was for the best, because they didn't have experience. But I think now Lisa, like, is I think that her involvement would be not as like it would be if it was her opening up her own restaurant. Right. I think she will take more of a mentoring guide in, in it. Agreed. So next time we get Vegas, the Vegas trip and Ken and Lisa will then also tell the Toms that if they need it, they can help them, which was so sweet. I know I take it. It was so. I want them to take it. They're like the the full mom and dad. It was so fucking sweet. This is why none of the cast of Vanderpump Rules at this point will ever say anything bad about Tom and uh, about Ken and Lisa. Yeah, like when whenever anyone like when um, uh, Erica tried to talk shit about Lisa because you know Lisa tweeted something Mm -hmm. you know during one of the things and I think Erica said something about how 
Lisa had bad breath, the whole cast came and like supported Lisa because like look what she does for them at this point. Yeah. James's mom is going to bring up that him drinking again is not a good idea. Can, okay, yeah, please. Like, so we need to talk. I'm, like, I'm happy that she's um, on the, yeah. a better path because she wasn't yes. mothering him the way he needed to be mothered. And I, I'm so happy that she is. Same. Picking, picking, like, you know. Yeah. Getting picking better it up. That, picking it up. Yeah. And now we're going to have Oliver. And Raquel, but Lala's going to, they open the teaser with Lala saying she's always had a little crush on Oliver, but then it's going to end with Raquel making out with him and Lala going, look, it is not a competition because let's face it, I would have won. And I believe it. If Lala really was trying to get it, she would have oh, got it. Oh, 1000%. I actually think yeah. that Lala wasn't sure if he still had a, had some, like his, he had a wife. I think that she may have been like, this. let's not forget all that drama that went down. Yeah. Oliver's wife that or ex, who knows what the status really was, but she went on a rampage saying that Raquel making out with him, he was currently married, still supposed to be together. I still don't know if I believe all that. That was some odd timing. That yeah, I'm not sure about all that. It was right before the reunion for Beverly Hills was filmed, so. But also, like. Wouldn't put it past I could, anybody. I wouldn't put it past anybody, and I also wouldn't, like, I could see Lala being like, I don't know, I think he has a wife, and then Raquel being like, that's not my problem. <laughs> Like yeah, she, like, she is at that level yeah. right now. She is at that level right now. <sighs> okay. Here we go. This is a season. <sighs> Anywho, guys, we love you, mean it, and we'll see you next time. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.